Hey, my name is Dan Grubb, and over there's Aaron Fletcher-Smith, and this is the Dan and Aaron Lycorama. Music! Okay, that's enough of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very superstitious. I'll stop. Um, all right. So uh, I spent some time last week researching ecranoplanes, uh, which is a, a a thing that shows up every once in a while in, in my various uh, weird airplanes Facebook groups. And um, I love them every time they show up because they, they just look bizarre as all get out. Um, and they're the type of thing that you see in your news feed or uh, like you know i don't know whatever news aggregator source you 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 you, you know call through every once in a while somebody minions journalist memes. yeah minion memes yeah exactly uh reddit news or whatever news will will pop up and somebody will go gosh that's a weird plane let's let's do you know uh three paragraphs on a crano planes or or ground effect vehicles and then they kind of disappear so it's one of those things that kind of exists in the far corners of uh, the world and nobody really, uh, it's not, it's not a common sight and because they're uncommon. They, they look really awesome when, when they, you do end up uh, running into them. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to pause you there for a second. Yeah. And I am going to speak on behalf of the general population. When I say, what is an Akrano plane? <laughs> an Akrano plane. Yeah, what are you talking about? It's the Russian term. Yeah, it's it's the Russian term for a ground effect vehicle. And uh, because this is a podcast and because you can't just straight up pull up Google, um, I'll explain a ground effect vehicle. That was my next question. Yep. I'm going (laughs) to move from ground effect vehicle back into a cranoplanes. All right. So... um, I can do this with you over Google Meet because you can see me, but no one else is going to be able to see this. So I'm going to have to try and do this articulating as much as possible. So um, that is the nature of the medium. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Having now fully explained that out for for ourselves and no one else. um, If this is your first podcast listener. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah right for god's sakes there's better ones that um, random button really does work yeah 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 seriously go listen to the dollop or uh the the, the one um uh jesse thorne um Dalek? dollop d-o-l-l-o-p oh the I, Daily I was dollop. d-a-l-e-k oh yeah do not listen to that podcast <laughs> that podcast is run by the doctor um, <laughs> on today's episode of the Dalek, we describe how we will exterminate the Doctor. Exterminate. Um. So, what is a ground I effect loved, vehicle? I thought the <laughs> I thought the dialects were fabulous as the singers for Electric Six. <laughs> danger! Danger! High <laughs> voltage! 
Oh god, now I have this amazing image in my head of that music video, but just the Daleks in the background with the antennas waving, like, <laughs> yeah, in unified motion, you know? <laughs> they're spinning back and forth like uh, doo-wop backup singers. Right, right. When we touch, when we kiss! Yeah. Oh my god. That's fantastic. It's like, um, uh, at one point, I, I, I uh, posted, who is, who is your favorite ACDC singer? And it was mm-hmm. Bon Scott, and then the guy since Bon Scott died, and then Starscream from Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how it pains me to do this! Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, God, that's fantastic. <laughs> Thunderstruck! All right, uh... <laughs> What the hell are we talking about? We're talking uh, about airplanes. Well, obviously, Actually, Star Starscream Scream is a good transition. A plane. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he yeah. goes back Starscream to... is a plane. And he was ground and, and ground he, motion? He, what is it called? Uh, a ground effect vehicle. Okay, yeah. Let's start with that. What's that mean? Yep. Let's start with that. I know what ground that. is. I know what yeah. effect is. I know what vehicle yeah. is. All right. Now let's put them all together and make a, patchouli. A bulldozer. Um, is it a exactly. bulldozer? <laughs> Uh, it's a little ground. bit lighter than a bulldozer. Yeah. Skateboard. Um, uh, getting there. Um, so I can't do it. Can't do my hands. Um, <laughs> standard airplane, regular airplane at the airport, Got regular it. airplane in the process of uh, taking off and in the process of landing experiences ground effect. Um, normally an airplane that is up in the sky. Let's let's just start with that. The easiest example: airplane that's just flying along in the sky is taking advantage of a combination of two factors to keep the airplane in the air. Right? You got the wing, based on its shape, is creating higher atmospheric pressure under the wing and lower atmospheric pressure on top of the wing, because the curve of the wing causes eddies and ripples which churn up the air under the curved wing, creating a higher amount of atmospheric pressure under it. The curvature of the wing also allows the air to move over the top of it. There's less ripples in the air, creating lower atmospheric pressure. That, combined with the propeller, jet motor, engine, whatever, that continues to push the airplane through the sky, allows the higher atmospheric pressure under the wing to maintain kind of a relatively constant level, right? So the plane kind of floats along nicely through the sky as long as the atmospheric pressure difference between the underside of the wing and the upper side of the wing um, don't change, right? And as long as the the motor's pulling the thing through the sky. Right. Um, It's, It's like the dollar, as long as everyone believes that the plane can fly, then it flies. As long as we yes. all agree that the plane, that the physics. There's of a the lot plane of magical thinking value. going on. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of magical thinking going on when you get on an airplane these days. Um, it's true. It's all fantasy. Um, no, that's not true. Um, <laughs> it's the strings so then, that are holding it up as the yeah, as exactly. it's just held up by a satellite. <laughs> Right, right, yeah, yeah. That's how do why we get the satellites up there? Flight paths. Yeah, and how do we get the satellites up there? Bigger strings. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, all right. So, so airplane 
regular regularly flying through the sky difference in pressure between bottom and top of the wing making it um combined with the motor uh, allows the airplane to kind of float through the air without issue when the airplane gets close to the ground um the movement of the wing relative to the ground changes the equation for the pressure difference because now as the airplane is being pulled through the air but it's really close to the ground that little bubble that ripple and eddy of atmospheric pressure difference that it's been creating under the wing is now upset by the ground being below it and so now oh, okay right now it has to deal with both the weird little bubble it's created for itself of difference in atmospheric pressure below the wing and a much larger bubble of atmospheric pressure difference that exists simply because the plane's entire wing and body is moving above the ground and upsetting the air between it and the ground creating this essentially like invisible bubble that pilots describe being able to feel but no one can really see so that bubble that much larger bubble that causes planes to act and behave a little bit differently almost as if they're floating above the ground that is ground effect when you oh, see an, okay yeah when you see an airplane come in for a landing usually you'll see that airplane fly in at a downward angle for a long 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 period of time and then right right near the end maybe a uh, a few hundred miles out from the runway they'll do the opposite they'll pull the nose of the airplane up and then you'll hear the engines throttle down dramatically and what they're doing is they're going to let the plane kind of coast in with minimal engine power just enough engine power to kind of activate and then take advantage of that ground effect and that's the reason that when you're standing at the airport and you're watching the plane kind of almost float parallel to the runway before the tires finally hit that's ground effect it's floating hmm. on that ground effect bubble and it's waiting on the weight and the pressure of the plane to push through the ground effect bubble until the wheels touch the ground that's ground effect wow cool so, having now established what ground effect is, let's talk about ground effect vehicles. A ground effect vehicle is designed with the sole purpose of taking advantage of that bubble. So, pretty much, the idea is, instead of building an airplane that is going to use the ground effect bubble to kind of, you know, float itself up, off of the ground and then you really cr uh, uh, crank in the throttle and then you push yourself off of the ground effect bubble and you take off instead of doing that you just float on that giant ground effect bubble the entire time oh so yeah. you're at like yeah. 20 feet the whole time you're at yeah yeah 20 to 40 feet up right oh yep. wow the rule of thumb is that because uh, I went and I watched I watched this pilot's training video, and the rule of thumb is um, the ground effect bubble begins one wingspan's worth between the ground and the plane. 
So the larger the plane, the bigger the ground effect bubble. The wing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't. Sense. I don't know the math behind it. I'm just, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, apparently it's a, it's it's a thing these guys have kind of gotten down to some level of science, and and that's the rule of thumb, and I'm willing to trust them on it. Right. Um, right. It. I mean, it but, might just be like some kind of coincidence, like you know, your your arm span, fingertip. If you stick your arms out straight, yeah, fingertip to fingertip is your height. Yeah. Which is a I, weird coincidence, but. It might be a similar thing about I don't know. I, I'm almost wondering if it's or something about it. probably God. It, I, it's probably God with those with the strings again. You know, yeah, he reaches down and he just pulls the strings up <laughs> when the airplane goes up, and then he just lets the strings down gently. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is all terrible. Um, so uh, with the true. ground effect vehicle, you, mis- you yeah, mispronounced tr- true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the word came out wrong. It, it's it's my pronunciation. English is my eighty seventh language. So, um, <laughs> um, you're one of them Greta Thunberg whiz kids, huh? Yeah, it's true. Uh, I'm no, 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 no. I almost, I almost went on a, a whirlwind tour of accents, but then I realized that this is not the place nor the time. Um, and by whiz kid, I mean kid who takes a whiz in public. That's what she's yeah, famous for, yeah. right? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the kid in um, episode one, the Phantom Menace. Different yeah, I'm Greta. the kid in I'm episode sorry. one, the Phantom Menace, that that looks over at Anakin's pod racer and goes, "That's so wizard, Annie." That's that's I'm I'm a whiz. I'm the wizard kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of. <laughs> pop culture wizards my yeah. i think one of my favorite parts in uh uh the jessica jones uh netflix show jessica yeah it was oh he was so good um yeah. in the beginning of the second season i think this guy comes in who says he's this like regular average looking guy right. not like a beautiful television guy mm-hmm. he's like no i'm a, i'm a superhero and he goes, oh yeah, what what do you do? He's like, well, I I run fast. He's like, what's your what's your name? Oh, uh, wizard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I forgot about it was that based character. on a real guy, yeah. this real like flash ripoff from like the fifties called the Wizard. Mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> but that. They brought him in yeah. just for this one dumb joke. Yeah, and 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 they all, uh, I, I do wizard. remember that because they all yeah they all kind of look at him and they're like, really, you run fast? That's it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you were talking about how you stay one wingspan up with the ground effect vehicles. And this is the thing that I think is really cool about them is that um, because they're taking advantage of the the ground effect cushion of that bubble, um, they're um, their design ends up being really weird and that's the thing that i think is super cool about them is that um they don't really have to um they don't have to maintain the conventional rules of airplane design because you don't need a single huge wing 
for what you usually use a single huge wing for, which is to create that cushion of air under it. Because they're oh, already right. taking advantage of the fact that the cushion of air is there regardless of the wing size. So, so and now wait, it gets to I this... Thought, yeah. I thought you were saying that the ground effect pulls it down. You're saying it pushes it up. It pushes it up. Right. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I misunderstood yeah. that. Though. Okay. Yeah. So it you're, pushes you're it being up. pushed up mm -hmm. based on the mass, let's say, of the aircraft. Yeah. And you know, whatever. It's based on the fact that the pressure differential that you're creating un under the airplane as the airplane is being pulled forward yeah. is really big because of the size of the underside of the airplane itself. And because it's right by the ground, it's sort of like, um, well, I mean, we're recording. It's sort of like if you record in an enclosed space versus an open space, it condenses it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's all physics, exactly. except so instead right. of sound waves, it's air pressure. And it's. Yeah, exactly. Because yep. the air, because the ground is right there instead of a mile below you, it's right there right. and it's condensed and it can buoy you up more. Right. This instead is of making creating sense. a small, that's exactly it. Instead of creating a small localized bubble of air pressure, air pressure difference under the wing by hurtling this the plane through the sky and forcing air under the wing to cause those ripples and eddies. The ground's already there as your motor pulls your aircraft across the, uh, the ground on, on, on the, uh, you know, while it's taxiing, you're creating this very large pressure, pressure differential across the length of the body of the airplane, the tail wings, the main wings themselves. So once that airplane hits uh, liftoff velocity, you've got all of the air under the plane churning and, 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 and gyrating and, 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 you know, rotating in on itself, causing that pressure differential, whereas you lose a lot of that once you get, once you get off the ground and you're up into the atmosphere. And that's that right. ground effect. I got it. Okay. So this makes now, sense to me. I should right. also note physics Good. is the only science class I ever got an A in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All yeah. the other I, stuff. Um, I was like, all right, I don't know what you're talking about. There's another ATP. episode that <laughs> there's another episode that you and I that, that we're going to do at some point on on Ralph Feynman, who is the Ooh. reason that I finally understood physics. Yeah, um, yeah, superhero. Yeah. Oh my God, he's the best with the bongos. Um, but um, all right. So okay, let's so go we back. Got ground let's go, effect. Yeah, we got ground effect. Um, let's let's talk real quick. We'll go really quick through a, a series of vehicles that take advantage of ground effect. And we're going to talk about the subtle differences between them and why a ground effect vehicle is different, is different from um, ground affected adjacent vehicles, I guess. Um, so, Oh, it's an extra three syllables. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. They tacked it on and therefore they can get that much more tax dollars for it when they, yeah. uh, you know, go to contract. Um, so when you're paid by the hour, every extra exactly. word helps. Exactly. Exactly. The more vehicles you can throw in there, the more dollars there are. Um, so 
when I describe the concept of a ground effect bubble, that cushion, uh, vehicle nerds in general may think of the hovercraft, right? Okay. So, so with the hovercraft, you've got that concept of, um, you kind of think of, you know, like those weird square boxy vehicles that have two little fans right up at the top back corner of the vehicle. And then it's just got almost what looks like a huge kiddie pool under it. Right. 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 And the hovercraft uh, is slightly different from a ground effect vehicle um, in that um, they're ostensibly taking advantage of a similar scenario. But what they're doing is they're capturing the bubble localizing it and they're heating that air by both by by heating that air instead of churning that air they so the bubble the the actual cushion under the hovercraft is a is is different in terms of its atmospheric pressure because it's being it's been heated up so it's warmer so it's it's lighter air in general so that volume of warmer air is lighter than the air outside. That is how they create their own forced cushion of air, oh. and then they just keep it inside of the cushion. And it's pulling the outside in because colder right. air from the outside is being sucked under the hovercraft right. because right. it's thinner pressure. Right. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And then they, I, I thought it was yep. just like downward jets blowing you up. Nope. <laughs> nope. Then they just they just uh, cool. they suck they suck the air in. They heat it. Yeah, they heat it as it goes in, and um, then by doing that, they've created this this pressure difference in terms of the temp the air temperature. Neat. Um, yep. So yeah, super. Uh, yeah. To be clear, super neat. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me let me make sure that that's stated. It's super cool. Um, Order your T-shirt other, now. Yeah, yeah. Super <laughs> neat. Ground effect vehicles. Super neat. <laughs> um, <laughs> from Mattel. Um, <laughs> parents, do you want to be the coolest family on the block? No. Today. Uh, yes. <laughs> the correct answer is yes. Order yourself a ground effect vehicle today. Tell them yes. Lo- oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blow your friends with plain old hovercraft out of the water. Oh. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna edit that down. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna remove the last part of that sentence. Oh. <laughs> okay. Get us that E explicit rating we've oh. been oh. longing for. <laughs> Blow. <laughs> Blow Blow your friends. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> That's terrible. I this love is. It. Uh, they warned us that if Joe Biden won the election, this is what this is the sort of decadence that America would succumb to. Yeah, yeah, it's it's already happening. I mean, I I can I can I can feel debauchery uh, just growing, manifesting like a cancerous tumor in the back of my brain. I just want to debauch everywhere. I know, can't tell you the. I can't even begin to cover the list of disgusting sins I've committed today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I know, absolutely. Um, I I ended a sentence with a preposition earlier, and I realized that under Biden's America, I can do that. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, it, under it, under uh, any um, non-ancient Roman country, you can do that. Yes, but see, this is under <laughs> Biden's America, so it so it demonstrates how you know it's the moral fabric worse. of our nation. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, that. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, that's. I'm sorry, I was having globalist thinking. Oh no, no, no! We we need to really consider this from a a nationalist fascist perspective. Yes. Oh the, my the, God, let's let's not of, do this anymore. This is get, getting the really world, the, the two hundred and forty five year history of the world. Right, right, right. Which starts when the Constitution was uh, signed. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, we talked about we talked about um, hovercraft and and the difference between ground effect vehicles and hovercraft. There are hydrofoils, which you will see out there, which basically take advantage of ground effect as well. Uh, a hydrofoil is a weird boat which has is that the airplane fan fins? Boat? No. Uh, so fan fan boats fit un, into the um, hovercraft category. Got it. Okay. Um, a hydrofoil essentially looks like a yacht, but it has it has um, almost what look like airplane fins on the bottom half of it. And what they're doing is they're they're doing the same thing that the ground effect vehicle guys are doing, where they're creating that cushion of air. The thing is that the cushion of air starts literally like almost under the water. And then it's the pressure differential under the water causes the hydrofoil, the entire boat, to rise uh, like five to eight feet out of the water. Whoa. And so the actual, the actual amount of water churn that is happening to move a hydrofoil um, reduces down just to the fins on the bottom of the boat. The rest of the boat literally sits above the water as it moves. They're 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 another one where it's like, yeah, yeah. I I, I Dan's Dan's mouth is just like a gape. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another one where where physics was like, here's something weird you could do. And of course, some mechanical engineer out there is like, we should do this, you know? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keep driving. If you're listening in the car, keep driving and, and start typing on your phone and die in a wreck. But <laughs> on your way to uh, the dirt hole where uh, your family will put you, look <laughs> up pictures of hydrofoils. Because I, I, I don't know why I was thinking of... Uh, those boats with the propellers in the back, the fan boats, like in uh, Be- movies that are set in swamps. Yeah. But so like swamp boats, crazy looking and they're yeah. all different. They're all yeah. differently yeah. crazy. Yeah. Cause they're all, they're all taking advantage of that, that common concept of ground effect where the, the subtlety in the ground effect with them is that they're starting that, that pressure differential under the water. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually it manifests in, in, rising the boat out of the water it's really awesome very cool so but let's let's go back to acranoplanes because yes. the, the 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 thing that's awesome about the acranoplanes is just 
so we've now that you've looked at the hydrofoils and now that we've talked about the hovercraft the the thing that's really cool about all of these vehicles is that because you are designing these vehicles to satisfy um the 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 very weird laws of physics that sit kind of on the 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 corner uh in the margins of um how engineers have applied physics to typical solutions in life it's still physics in that it works it's scientifically sound but the designs are just god-awful weird because there's not a lot of rules outside of satisfying the rules the laws of physics so hmm. the result is really, really weird looking vehicles, right? Why the hell does a hovercraft, which essentially is shaped like a refrigerator with a giant fan on the back, why does it work? Because it's taking advantage of the atmospheric pressure difference uh, when it creates that, that, that inflated cushion of air that's sitting under it. Why does the hydrofoil look so weird? Because, you know, it's taking advantage of the ground effect that, that, that it's creating under it. We jump finally to the acranoplanes. With the acranoplane, you can design a leviathan, a giant monster of an airplane that has tiny little strutty wings. Because the, this, the acranoplane, which is the, the Russian giant um, uh, ground effect vehicle, it only needs to sit a few feet above the water in order to work um so what's the what, what's the big difference between the ground effect vehicles in general and the acranoplanes in themselves the acranoplanes um if we go back to the concept of the ground effect vehicle the 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 limitation of a ground effect vehicle is that ground effect itself can only really be achieved if you're doing it over a consistent stable surface and a right. consistent stable surface would be the surface of the ocean because it's not going to change that much waves what, go, wouldn't yeah. factor into it i guess once you don't you get out once you get out away from the shoreline right 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 oh, once okay. once you're not having to deal with with major waves or and this is where the 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 whole the russian take comes in on this there's a lot of lakes Tundra. And a lot of seas. and Yeah, you could do it over ice as well. Ice and tundra. But it's got to be flat. It's got to be uniform. Yeah, yeah. The Russians saw the greatest advantage to this in, you know, they're looking at the south end of the USSR. And they go, wow, there's a, there's a lot of lakes down here between us and the Fertile Crescent and us and India. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of sea here where Americans or Europeans or what have you could make their way into this monstrous USSR that we've got. This is uh, 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, can we design a vehicle, uh, an anti-boat, you know, anti, uh, uh, anti-insurgent vehicle uh, that can move faster than the boats that we've got? Hmm. And that's where some of this... this crazy uh off in the margins uh physics the 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 russians the thing that i think is really cool about the russians is that the russians are always a little bit more eager to embrace the craziness um when it comes to turning 
the weird physics into uh, something that mechanical engineers actually got to dream up. And so uh, the, the one... The one that I really love, the one that I absolutely love, is there's an acrinoplane that's essentially, it, it's referred to as the Caspian Sea Monster. Ooh, and yeah, I like that. Google that. Um, the Caspian Sea Monster looks like it belongs in the Star Wars universe. Um, it is huge, it is ungainly. The amount of wings and engines sticking off of it totally do not look like they would make sense for a vehicle that big. The Caspian Sea Monster is about the size of, it's like one and a half football fields long. It's giant. Um, it's got these giant tubes on top of it whose purposes were to launch basically ship busting missiles. <laughs> um, and the thing just looks weird. It it's, really it's does. Of, yeah. This thing yeah, is it's, bizarre. Yeah. And I am you know, so the, glad the, that when you were telling me about this a few weeks ago, that I didn't look it up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually glad, really glad that, now I, that you... <laughs> I didn't look it up until yeah we were recording because these yeah. are just insane. And yeah, the Caspian yeah. Sea Monster specifically, but all of these acronoplanes in general are just absolutely bizarre. They are so weird looking. And my favorite thing about the Caspian Sea Monster is that it looks like it could be flying in the Rebel fleet right next to the Millennium Falcon. It, it's just like yeah. so not a normal looking vehicle. But then when you think about the physics that we talked about, it clicks in, right? Yeah. Because if you think about it from a design perspective especially the Caspian Sea Monster, the, the Lund-class acronoplane. What's it got going for it? It has eight huge all-get-out engines across the very front of the of the body of the plane. And those huge all-get-out engines are tilted in a way to blow all the air under those little stubby wings. Oh, so it's, okay. Yeah, so they put all the engines way up in the front, <laughs> they blow all the air right under the plane, and they don't have to worry about doing anything else other than just a, a, a meeting ground effect. That is Achieving so that cushion cool. of air. Yeah, yeah. And I it mean, looks the, so the weird. middle wing, it looks like it's on backwards. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, because it's capturing. It's so neat. It's capturing all of that forced air that's going under the body of the plane. So they, they might as well design it backwards to capture as much air as possible. And then it, I guess it focuses it towards the center to uh, increase speed. Of the speed body of the plane. And, yep. Uh, I almost said productivity. That's not right. Efficiency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we must but then, increase the productivity of this. Right, uh, right, right. It's, it's, it, it, it met wow. its accomplishments on the scrum chart in a week and a half. Um, but yeah, so it's like once you, and this comes back to the thing that I really like about the ground effect vehicles in general is that once you've met the basic requirements of physics, you can stick all number of weird things on top of around on the side of the vehicle and it'll, it'll do what you want it to do and it'll move fast as hell because once you've accomplished ground effect, 
it really comes down to how fast you want to move this thing, right? Yeah. So I I don't I don't have the numbers on it, but if I one of the articles that I was reading, I think they were saying the Caspian Sea Monster, despite its ridiculously ungainly size, could move at it was somewhere around like 500 800 miles per hour or something like that. Hey, that like ain't it, bad. Could just, it could just whoop, just like whiz across the sea. So you put Sorry, one of these <laughs> you'll go fire. Um, and I like one this, of these. this one image yeah. on my search from, it says it's from businessinsider.com. It's sort of a, uh, the camera is at ground level looking up and it looks kind of like an angry blobfish. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like <laughs> the yeah. very nose of it. Right. Right. So right. that's just an extra I'm... little degree of bizarreness <laughs> to this, this behemoth. This is such... Yeah. I mean, I cannot <laughs> highlight enough how much you need to look, look at up these. <laughs> this thing. E, I mean, it'll be in the title of this episode. E-K-R-A-N-O-P-L-A-N. Yeah, they're so weird. I'm so, oh, I'm so glad that you're just Googling them now as we watch, as we do the episode. They are, it, they're so awesome in that as you look at them, and especially especially once you wrap your head around the physics behind why they work, you then look at the rest of the vehicle designs that are out there, and you go, this is weird as all get out, but yeah. okay, yeah, you know, I guess functionally it does its job, you know? Yeah, and it's, I mean, it, 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 it's just like you say, once you check the boxes on the physics, everything else yep. is gravy. Everything yep. else is oh, just got- extra. I got another one for you. I got another one for you. So, um, we've done the Lund class at Chronoplane. Uh, there's another one that I want you to look at because it's it's the same, like, what? This is really a thing uh, type of ridiculousness when you look at the actual vehicle itself. Um, uh, Google the um, uh, Bartini, and that's like Martini but with a B. Uh, Beriev, B-E-R-I-E-V. And it should be like one of the first things that shows up. I swear to you. Bartini Beriev. I swear to you. The, the thing looks like the Millennium Falcon. It's like... I was about to say, yeah. the nose looks like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it looks so weird. It's awesome. Wow. Yeah. It's, but like pointed down. Yeah. It looks like... um. Uh, what's the, there's a, it's not a Harrier, but it's one of those like wacky. The Concorde, the one with the, the droop nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The Concorde, that's what it is. Yeah. That has the tilted down. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, where it puts the nose down when it's landing. Yeah. And it was some kind of bird <laughs> name of a plane. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the, yeah, the Beriev, um, is another one where it, it now, um, has achieved more fame as a derelict than it ever did as a flying vehicle. Um, but kind of the same with the, uh, the, the Caspian sea monster with the loon, it, you know, all of these designs were used once or twice, a handful of times for the purpose of, of just demonstrating their functionality. And then, um, I think the thing that killed them was the end of the cold war. 
that you know these are all going into oh sure these, these are all going into uh production or they're going from development into production becoming first article prototypes by like the you know late 70s to early 80s and then somewhere around the early to mid 80s the soviet union essentially runs out of money and they say i we don't all right no idea what to do with these things why don't you we, let's just park them you know let's let's stop pouring money into them for a while and we'll get back to them eventually and then the soviet union collapses in on itself uh and they're and that's it <laughs> So you were saying these were used primarily in lakes, in mid-central, um, like, central latitudes of Asia? Yeah, the concept would be that they would patrol, uh, you know, for example, the Caspian Sea monster. The The idea would be that it would patrol the Caspian, the Caspian sea, sea, right. The Black Sea. Because I'm thinking... Right. I'm thinking the Soviet Union in the 70s and 80s, yeah. you've got Iran there, mm -hmm. you've got Iraq there, yeah. uh, India as an up-and-coming democracy. Right. Democracy is bad. Let's get there. Yeah, right, right. There's mountains in the way, but you can get around that somehow. So it, it seems very handy to have this sort of thing at your disposal. Um, right, and that's that's the same thing that's like, so... There are as many mountains almost as there are, you know, various uh, lakes and mini lakes, lakes, and, and, and then you get out to, you know, the mid-sized seas. You know, uh, Black Sea. They 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 had prototypes uh, dotted across the north end of the Black Sea. Caspian Sea. The Loon class was designed exclusively for that. Um, now these, from the design, would they only work? on water or could they work because i mean surrounding those lakes that area it's the step right it's very very flat right. you know the it's just like a hundred miles without a bump it's really going to come down to what the design of the vehicle was was it's it's going to come down to the design of the vehicle if if the the vehicle no. design itself no wrong i don't believe that <laughs> <laughs> okay dan i defer to you on this one I, all right now yeah. i have looked at about 30 f online photos of <laughs> a couple models and i have this to say all right all right all right all right so we're, we're gonna we're gonna go with the uh the program managers. Khan had this yeah yeah uh he probably would have said what the hell is this yeah i would uh, yeah first of all he would say what the <laughs> hell is this and then Second of all, trolley. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this run on? Yeah, yeah. First thing he'd say is, "Wait, we're not patrolling on elephants. Why? What happened to the elephants? You know? <laughs> um, How come I can speak English and/or Russian all of a sudden? This right, is bizarre. Right. And, and what's English? And at its very outset, <laughs> why am I looking at a spaceship? But yeah. Um, <laughs> well, what's space? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what is a ship outside of a? Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> so there's other versions of uh the yeah, that, yeah genghis khan he was a that guy he he was a chatterbox he yeah. would just talk all day that guy yeah and you know what he, he, he asked a lot of questions you know he, he was he he he, want, he was a very avid learner <laughs> about <He> was, you know <laughs> they they renamed the socratic method the Kanian method that's where I, uh now they have the khan academy you okay. take your kid after school <laughs> to yep. get tutored. Yeah, 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 yeah. They learn to topple the Great Wall of China. 
Yeah, that's yes. that's all Khan Academy teaches you. I uh, prefer uh, uh, there's one. It's the uh, the Come On Academy. K U M O N. The Come On. The Come On. I think that's you. Just uh, you. You say I. I'm not doing very good at math. Oh, come on. <laughs> But it's, I get perimeter, but area, it's just, oh, come on! Come on, man! Yeah, yeah. It's just and it's I, just this one YouTube clip of, of Joe Biden during the debates, just going, come on, man, come on! Yeah, just over and over again. I mean, they, they get results. Yeah, yeah, well, here's to it. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I, uh, I in, in, in another discussion, you and I can just relish how wonderful that is. Um, all right, so with the so the the Akrano planes, you know, they kind of yes. come and then they go, um, and the, the the monster ground effect vehicle concept then is never really revisited. Um, there, there's a lot of looks great on paper, um, but the I guess the international defense community kind of essentially does a collective judgment call after the Caspian Sea monster and kind of goes, I don't really think we need this. And, and the concept as of today uh, has just been kind of thrown in the dustbin of history. Um, but the, the, the designs are still out there. I mean, the, the nice thing is that, you know, it's, it's recent enough that, uh, you know the, the the hardware is still kind of sitting around, and so as a result, we get to learn these you know pretty amazing things about them. Um, but uh, yeah, um, you know, from branching off of of that statement, yeah. When I Google ground effect vehicle, yeah, and I'm looking at these pictures, I'm th- the thing that came to my mind as far as. Um, and it instantly placed it in time. Uh-huh. I could absolutely see Timothy Dalton or Piers Brosnan piloting one of these things that he stole from a spot. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe yeah. old man Roger Moore. Yeah. Yeah. This would absolutely I, be a Bond era vehicle beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. But... I could not picture Daniel Craig piloting it. No, it's absolutely one of those like seventies to eighties era um, designs. That's a byproduct of excess, and the, mm. just the mere fact that you've, you know, the USSR had the the, the not so much the money as much as they they you know the chutzpah. Yeah, I, I th- I'd say it's kind of a combination of three things: <laughs> the landmass, the enough money to try it, uh, enough concern about the sheer volume of different um, land spaces that they had to protect, the various borders that they had to protect. Mm. That they, you know, I think there was a lot of, especially when you look at, and 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 we can do another episode on this at some point further on down the road. But when you look at some of the just downright crazy, uh, like to the, the the common eye designs that came out of the, the 60s, 70s, and 80s out of Russia, um, I, I think there was a lot of, in, in Russian aerospace, 
the USSR Aerospace or Air Force, I think there was a lot of like, somebody would bring a design and they'd say, this will specifically serve or fulfill this purpose when it comes to Russian defense. And I think everybody just would probably kind of look at each other and shrug and go, okay, sure, <laughs> let's do it. Why not? You know, this this vehicle's sole purpose will be to patrol the Caspian Sea and to keep people trying to get into Russia across the Caspian or the Black Sea from being able to get in. Okay, sure. Why not? Yeah, let's or, do it. Or you maybe know? there was a sort of because of the arms race, because of the space race, uh, an internal pressure to innovate, to maybe quote-unquote innovate, but to definitely... I absolutely believe there's a part of it that's that, yeah. Iterate, if not innovate. Yeah, and and that comes to something we'll talk about in another podcast, which is like, Russia rode the high of of being first in in a lot of... um, vehicle design stuff uh through the 50s and the 60s yeah they were the first to space with sputnik and um they kind of rode that high for a long time and so i i think that combined with that that you know covering a lot defending a huge ridiculous landmass with a lot of weird edges um, resulted in a lot of you know bobbing heads when it came to you know we should do this we should do this we should do this mm, etc. Yeah. Because um, I mean you know, when you're when you're talking yeah. about the Arctic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, the North Sea, the Himalayas, the Steppe, yeah. Caspian Sea, uh, getting close to the Mediterranean but not quite. Right. It's a lot of, and the. Um, and Siberia, like, it's a lot of different types of borders to control. Just right. geographically, it's everything. It's everything yeah. except the tropics. Right. So you can't you can't do, like, the United States, where, like, the United States has, you know, essentially kind of this, this jagged coastline to the left, jagged coastline to the right, and then they just stick radars all up and down that coastline. You know, the, you you got this landmass that you know then you, every then you go corner of it. Yeah, exactly. You, you you just fall asleep next to the radar and listen for the pings. <laughs> um, it, you know, Russia. The um, it, it's one of those where, as far as I can tell, and this is where going and doing the digging, doing some research behind this probably would 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 help with my substantiated. Uh, BS that I'm about to drivel on about. Uh, you can't just send a handful of jets. You know, every corner of this landmass is different. And so the properties of the defense vehicles in those, you know, places in the world are going to wildly vary. Right. So you can't just send a boat. You can't just send a jet. So, you know, I would assume that there was a bit of, you know, kind of radical thinking, radical solutions type of thing going on uh, when people were saying yes to stuff like the the ground effect vehicles, like, maybe this will be it. You know, maybe this maybe this is the next step in defending, you know, they run the numbers 80% of our borders, you know. Right, right, right. But anyway, that didn't happen. It, they got docked. <laughs> they, 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 now, they now sit, one, one sits on a... Uh, 
a dry dock in the Caspian Sea. The the other one uh, sits in a, uh, a a derelict aircraft museum. There's a handful of other weird ones that are just kind of like parked um, off of the Black and uh, the Caspian Sea. Uh, they they never really. I mean. They went somewhere, and when they went somewhere, they went somewhere fast. But then, when they ran out of money, <laughs> right. then they stopped going. <laughs> yeah. So. So, with these different models, you said they only made like one or a few of each. Yeah. Uh, so with the Caspian Sea Monster, I think they only made one. Oh my with god. The, yeah, with the uh, with the Bartini Berry, I I think they made two or three. Um, wow. But then there are, um, there are some other ones. Uh, I mean, I'm, to... I'm assuming the intention was to create more. They weren't just trying yeah. to, they weren't setting out to do like bespoke <laughs> ad hoc vehicles. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no. The idea was that definitely you'd end up with more. Um, wow. Here's, there's, here's the other one that I was thinking of, um, there was there was one that I think it was like there was a handful of them that got limited use the uh, the Alexiev A ninety Orleanock. Um, if you just search, and then it's, this is ridiculous. O R L Y O N O K. Alex, okay. Uh, so this looks like a pier was picked up and placed in water and then part of a plane sat on it sideways. Or it looks right. like uh, the, the wings fell off. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. That, the rest of the wings are just no longer there or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. they just dropped. Like someone right. just pushed them down five feet. Yeah, it almost reminds me of uh, like... When you're um, when you're making uh, um, a paper airplane and your paper airplane won't fly, so you fold some of the wings under themselves. Yeah. So like maybe if you know, maybe it'll pick up more lift if I do this. You know. So I I think um, the the Orleanock I actually I searched it up on Wiki and it actually served from the 80s to 93. So now it, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm getting. As I find better pictures, this thing, this is, this is silly. Did you design this? <laughs> There's a yeah, propeller I, I, on the back. Yeah. Right yeah, in front the of the tail wings. Yeah. Yeah. Up at the top. This thing like is I crazy said, looking. It yeah, looks like a like Nike swoosh. Yeah. And then at the very tip top you put itty bitty wings and like uh an eight or ten da, 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 eight uh prong propeller ridiculous monster propeller yeah right in front of it this Isn't thing is goofy looking i love it i love it it's so weird looking this is but very again, strange again it's that same general concept of you got to move the thing fast enough to get the air under the body of the plane. And then that's all you need. You know, wow. it's, it's that ridiculousness of the physics, you know? Hey, and so someone put it in a comic. This is cool. 
Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Wait, what is I'll this? I have to figure out what comment that Salimbetty.com slash AV. Oh, it's uh, The Adventures of Buck Danny. Okay, that's neat. Never heard of Buck Danny, but... Uh, yeah, neither did I. It's some comic strip, and the one it's thing, in it. The one thing that's worth noting about the, uh, the Orleanoc is that um, it uses a combination of both jet and propeller propulsion to do its job. So if you look at right at the front of the Orleanoc, it's got two... It almost looks like, like giant, you know, they look like... sniffly nose holes. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Those are the those are the input vents, and then it almost looks like it gets stung on either cheek. That's the jet exhaust out, and then oh, that jet wow. exhaust then blows under the wing. Yep. And and that's how they achieve the ground effect. They they just oh suck in God. the air through the front, blow it under the wing, and then Bob's your uncle. Away you go. This thing runs on sinuses. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> This is completely. Yeah. I've never seen anything Isn't like it wild? this. Yeah, it's so wild. It's, um, and the longer you look at it, the weirder the it weirder is. The weirder it gets. I know. <laughs> I like the little gun turret on the top. That's that's a yeah. cute touch. Yeah, I like it. Oh, by the way, by don't the, come near. By the way, yeah. Luke is up here shooting down Tie Fighters. Yep, exactly. I don't have much more on a Crinoplanes. I was gonna. Uh, but but before uh yeah um the only dumb joke that i was going to make is that uh the um the the uh russian army or the russian air force uh the the folks that that manned this in order to uh get it to operate in the morning if it was a really cold morning uh they just they they had to keep a giant airplane sized bottle of afrin around yeah. And, and you know, they, they had, to, had to run up to the nose of the plane and just you know shh, shh, yeah. on either side and then you know just wait for it to you know cl- clear its nasal passages out yeah all the uh all the antifreeze comes flying out after a few seconds right. yeah yeah is, is, when you turn the plane on you hear this loud just <laughs> <you know. laughs> anyway all right <laughs> So that's 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 my whole thing on a chronoplanes and and on ground effect vehicles. They're they're weird, just so weird. And it but, it looks like so they've cool. become the uh, the playthings of the idle rich tech billionaire. Yeah, if you look at the small scale ground effect vehicles that are are now um, modern day modern day ground effect vehicles, they they look like. Um, little pancakes you know with with uh propellers all over the thing front back sideways however it works you know just to to keep the thing in the air and um yeah that's exactly i mean that's exactly right they're they're rich people toys now uh they they really don't serve a a sound or functional design purpose uh they're just uh if if someone's buying one these days, if somebody's buying a ground effect vehicle these days, they're buying it exclusively to say, "Oh yeah, well you have an airplane. Well, I have a ground effect vehicle. <laughs> why, don't you, uh, why don't you come to my level before you talk about your Cessna?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So that's all I got. 
That is fabulous. Well, thank you for yeah. telling me everything that I could ever want to know about ground effect vehicles. Yes, you were welcome. And I, I appreciate you listening to me as I dribbled on about them. I, I think they're weird, but a lot of fun. This is fabulous. Yeah. Oh, I just spotted what, uh, um, one of the, the, the one of the episodes we're going to do later on down the road. We're going to do um, the world's largest helicopters and um, why uh, helicopters as a uh, commute uh, never became a thing in the United States. Ooh, that'll be nice. Yeah, but we'll do that further on down the road because that one's kind of neat. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, this is uh, this has been the Dan and Aaron Hella Show. Nope. Nope. No, it hasn't been. Not the Hella Show. Oh, no, it is. <laughs> All right, cut that out. This has been the Dan and Aaron like Arama. There you go. Dan, why don't you uh, hit us with that uh, sweet, sweet exit credits music? This is Ground Effect Major Tom. Your plane is really weird. <laughs> And it's got some extra parts all over the place. That's perfect. Tell That's my perfect. wife this plane is weird as hell. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm going to be thinking of lyrics for that all night. <laughs> <laughs> Ground effect to Major Tom. There's something wrong. No, there's actually nothing wrong. It's quite functional. <laughs> ground, ground effect to Major Tom. Your wings are weird. They're not that long. Can you hear me? Anyway. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, All right. All right. See you next time, everybody. Yep. Thanks, all.